Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 In Conversation podcast, episode 116. My special guest this episode is none other than Raul Reynolds of the band Enter Shikari. I've uh, been a follower of theirs for a very long time, ever since they played with us in London many, 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 many years ago, which we do uh, sort of touch on uh, within my sort of general like uh, fapping um, during the uh, podcast. Um, but yeah, they're about to drop their new album. Uh, it's called Nothing Is True and Everything Is Possible. Uh, and that is out on April the 17th. Um, and yeah, uh, I would recommend listening to it. I've uh, so far heard the four tracks that they released already. And I got to a sneak peek of a couple of others. Um, but he's got certainly some uh, hidden gems on there as well, which I haven't heard yet. But I'm very excited to hear. You'll hear about that in the podcast. Um, but before that, I just want to do a few shout outs to say thank you uh to the people that have uh, been listening um and um yeah i really appreciate it um yeah please please keep doing it if you're enjoying what we're doing here uh chatting to these bands and stuff but a shout out to uh blabbermouth as well uh for sort of featuring a couple of my podcasts recently i've only just found out um but they did uh, a portion of the sepultura uh podcast and a portion um, of the Lamb of God podcast as well, which was absolutely fantastic. So uh, that would explain a lot of the sort of hits from uh, random places that I'd never got hits from before. Uh, so thank you to the guys there. Um, and yeah, um, all the bands and stuff that we've been featuring, please let me know if you've been checking them out, because uh, uh, I really want to know. Um, I want to know what sort of, uh, if it floats your boat or whatever. Uh, during this still, we're still in lockdown. Um but um bringing you these uh podcasts in hope that this brings you a little bit of distraction on that front and talking about it right now obviously you're not distracted from it but like i said it's there for you if you want it um and that's what i'm doing it for that and the bands obviously because they're in downtime and everything as well so a lot of their plans have been put on hold um but uh yeah i'm gonna stop rambling and uh pass you on to uh the actual interview now so yeah this is uh raul reynolds of enter shikari enjoy Excellent. Uh, on my show today, I have Raul Reynolds from Enter Shikari. Welcome, Raul. Hello. How are you doing, doing? today? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm in my house in North London. Um, obviously, quite lonely, <laughs> living a solid, solitary life. Yeah. Um, but I have I have my cat to keep me company, and I've uh, lots to be getting on with with the uh, with the band. So that's yeah. good. And, and I have my health. So I yes. cannot complain. No, that is that is very good, definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's crazy at the moment, but uh, here we are, all sort of stuck in our houses and whatnot. But <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, like you said, you got you've got your new record coming out on Friday. Um, uh, it's called "Nothing Is True and Everything Is Possible." Um, you've released a couple of tracks off it already. Um, what we got? We got the Great Unknown, Dreamers Hotel, uh, the King. And is it T-I-N-A was the latest yeah. one? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, all, all absolutely amazing tracks. I've been following you guys for, well, let's, I'm going to be honest with you, since about 2004, 2005. Um, oh, amazing. You guys actually played with my band, um, amazingly enough. Um, we played upstairs at the garage. I think you were on tour with First Signs of Frost. 
Oh, wow. We're going yeah, yeah. way back. I remember that. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. Um, so, so what was your band? Um, my band was Zero Cipher. Uh, we were yeah, at- okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, cool. I was going to remember it or not. <laughs> I, I still remember because it's the first time I saw you guys. And because um, I was the um, I was the DJ in the band. And uh, right. And because you guys had electronic bits and bobs, I was kind of nosing around your stuff. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I just watched you guys rise and rise and rise. It's been absolutely magnificent. Um, and uh, yeah, no, on, on that show, I think I picked up a CD or I got a CD after that. It was the... Um, anything can happen uh demo or ep right um and yeah since then i've just been following you guys like much like i've been following uh because we play with skin dread quite a lot and watching you guys rise and rise and rise and sort of catching you live when i can um so i'll just give you my little backstory on you guys there um but yeah no I, i've caught you guys a few times i saw you at the uh, warriors dance festival um oh awesome yeah and various other shows between there and then i think it was like the astoria um when it was exi- when it existed um yeah i'm trying to think about this but there's been quite a few and and because you guys have always like melded the kind of uh electronics with your uh sort of like rock indie sound it's um that's sort of like a passion of mine um mm. so yeah no it's an absolute uh, what i'm trying to say it's an absolute pleasure to actually speak to you Raoul. <laughs> oh no well, thanks for having me all good um but no i mean let's talk about your record your new record like i said I've, I've heard some of those tracks you've got already i've actually been fortunate enough to be sent a couple of streams of a couple of others as well um i really really like satellites um oh cool off, yeah off the album um and um i think i heard crossing the rubicon as well which is another really good track awesome um so yeah what can you tell us about it that i haven't already said already um what 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 can we sort of expect from it in a cut when it comes out on friday um, well, yeah, I suppose the, the, the obvious thing uh, from people when they eventually listen to the whole, the whole thing as an entity will be like the, the four tracks that we've released aren't really representative of the album as a whole. Okay. Um, which, you know, they, it rarely is the case with us, but I think the, the breadth on this album, just like the sheer diversity of like the the tone uh, mm. and the instrumentation and the emotions that we're trying to convey it's um it's definitely our most diverse album to date so i guess that would be almost like uh, one thing to pre-warn people with <laughs> if people are sort of expecting you know because the ones we released so far have all, all been sort of like bangers yes. like you know ones that i'm really looking forward to playing live and stuff um but there's a, there's a real degree of like not so much subtlety, but just detail on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a there's an, a track that's basically an orchestral piece. Then there's another track which is just straight up electronica. Um, and then there's yeah, I mean, there's a waltz. There's there's, okay. there's kind of some very odd songs <laughs> on there. Um, and yeah, just just really. Uh, just trying to progress really and just trying to push things forward yeah i mean you mentioned the orchestral part of it and and i did notice on the sort of blurb that i got sent you work with the um prague symphonic um Mm. on on, is it elegy for extension extinction extinction sorry i can't even read my own handwriting here um (laughs) and you work with that or it was composed with george fenton uh yes. done quite a few bits and bobs in the past how did that come about what what was the sort of like story behind that 
Um, well, we we met each other a few years ago, um, and just just on sort of the with the possibility of, of working on projects. And um, even though none of those worked out, we he ended up at one of our shows in London. Mm. And he, I mean, I I think he's an incredible composer. He has an amazing CV. Uh, um, has brought out some. I, I guess the the most obvious things that people will have heard are things like um, Planet Earth and Blue Planet. Yeah, he he was the he was basically the BBC's flagship nature documentary composer for for years. Mm. Um, so yeah, so was, even being able to meet him was amazing, and uh, you know, listen to some of his his insights because uh, kind of composing in in more of the the classical sphere is something that I've always been very interested in. Um, and yeah, so after he saw us live, he, he was really interested in doing something together. And I'd said, I'd been working on this. I had this piece and I, it sort of, even though it was for an orchestra, it still felt like a Shikari track. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I wanted to sort of go, go forward and actually, instead of it just remaining on my computer as a, as a piece of, of a MIDI, you know, like just an experiment <laughs> of, of just me in my room. I really wanted to like actually record it with an orchestra and, and, you know, bring it to life. And, and so he, yeah, he was uh, an incredible like confidence boosting uh, person really, you know, yeah. to come in and, and help me, you know, cause I've never, I've written for brass and, and strings, but never for woodwind I haven't really done much stuff for like orchestral percussion either. So he, he was just able to like guide me through the process of making this piece, um, well, playable for, for one, for, for an orchestra um, and just making sure the right, the right parts went to the right instruments and things like that. And um, yeah. And then and both went over to Prague and, and, and uh, recorded it with the Prague uh, Symphonic. It was, a, it was a very surreal experience. I was going to say, it's, it's, it's certainly, uh, you've gone full, full, uh, full throttle on that one. Uh, and getting like you know i mean I, I mean working with a person like george fenton is amazing to start with like you said his his sort of like his works are are world renowned um mm. you know i mean everyone like a lot a lot of people i know have seen blue planet planet earth um he's also worked on various films and stuff as well which is crazy but um yeah did it give you any insight into like that sort of process as well like like scoring for pictures if you will yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we, we've had <laughs> yeah, so many conversations over the last year or so, really. Um, I mean, one of the, the, the funny things was, of, I think he, he was very intrigued by our um, fusing of, of, of different inspirations and genres and things. And, yeah. and uh, he, he, he kind of um, was enthused by that because he found that one of the things in his world, i.e. film scoring, is that it can get quite banal and, and sort of, you know, you're, you're expected to write a score that's very similar to another score. You're, you know, you're, each job, you're given references and it can get quite sort of um, like production line-y. Yeah. Um, and, and I found I was actually just having a similar experience doing pop writing. So I, I did a, uh, quite a few um, uh, writing camps, really, and like songwriting sessions for, yeah. for pop artists last year. And I, I mean, I learned a lot, and it was uh, not an interesting experience. But like at the, the same time, I was having 
exactly the same experience that it's just like wow this is so formulaic so sterile mm. so sort of soulless um so we bonded over that a lot so i i think with george he he's very excited about he, he has quite a punk mindset like believe it or not like okay. so i think he he gets very excited about you know trying new things and obviously like working with bands he's done loads of stuff with bands in the past as well which is something that perhaps doesn't get uh, promoted as much with him like he's he's done stuff with the who um you know like huge huge acts yeah. um so yeah i think that's that's what drives him um which i found really really interesting cool. yeah. well, i mean that's awesome i look forward to hearing that um because i'm obviously i've heard his work and seeing how that melds with your 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 sort of songwriting process and everything um that's mm. really cool um any other sort of like surprises on the album at all or is that the sort of like because like you say it's quite diverse you said you made a waltz and stuff as well <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. The waltz is—it's just proper disconcerting, really. You know that the, <laughs> the the theme for that one came sort of before the music. Well, there's a musical idea, but the the lyrics is is basically it's just a load of lies. Um, so so this this album is really uh, presenting the first half of the title of the album. So the nothing is true aspect. You yeah. Know, this, this kind of sentiment that it's so hard to grasp truth nowadays because, you know, everyone has their own ideologies, which they exaggerate for their own ulterior motives, their own biases. You know, I'm speaking about individuals as well as organizations and the media and and corporations and everything. Um, And so, yeah, so this, this song lists all these lies um, and I wanted to, find the right style of music that that would be slightly disconcerting um and obviously like pop and rock is all pretty much all in 4-4 so we're so used to listening to music in 4-4 and to the fact that even 3-4 which is you know still uh, a time signature that's been used a fair bit throughout you know musical history yeah um it still feels just slightly odd um and, and just slightly sort of disorientating to, to the average sort of um, listener. Um, so that felt like the the right meter, the right yeah, rhythm to, to put forward for this song that's essentially supposed to be a, di- a bit disorientating. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that one's a definitely an odd, you know, it's, it's track <laughs> four and it just it hits you. And it's just like, whoa, this is odd. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, there's, there's all sorts. There's another track... Um, which is called Apocaholics Anonymous, which is interesting because it's like the the polar opposite of of Elegy, the, the orchestral track. Because there, yeah. I was working with like sixty to seventy musicians, whereas with this one, it's just it's just pure electronica. It's just me sitting at a laptop. <laughs> like it could okay. it couldn't be more solitary. Um, so yeah, there's, there's there's all all the kind of processes of of making music seem to have gone in in this album all the all the different type of experiences you can have making music yeah no it's good i mean from the track like you said the the sort of bangers you released already um have been have been exactly that i've i've uh, i i well i'd normally be djing a, a rock club every month uh down here cool. in, in yeah. surrey but and and i i play your tracks on it and and the ones you've released for this one i i can play those tracks as well <laughs> 
I haven't, I haven't been able to sample them just yet, purely because all the clubs are shut down right now. But once we get back into yeah. it, I'm definitely knocking out a bunch of those, like, for, cause I, I like to hit people with like new music rather than sort of, along with the sort of, you know, once people get to a certain level of drunk, they, they like the sort of new metal classics. <laughs> but, um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, definitely. No, that I, I, I look forward to see what you do with the album and how it goes for you and everything. Um, because, like I said, I've been watching you guys sort of rise and rise and rise, and uh, yeah, no, every album's been good. I've, I I really enjoyed the the Hospitalized remix album as well. Oh, uh, safe, yeah, yeah, that was so much fun to make. Cause, but no, yeah, thank you. I really appreciate the yeah. The and I was going to say, yeah. Hospital Hospital Records have been one of my like favorite like DMB <laughs> labels for a long time, and um, yeah, like working with those like that, that was it was a. I mean, I've got the album on vinyl, put it that way. So like, yeah. I went that far. Um, so yeah, um, so you've got plans post pandemic, um, which you just announced. Uh, you've got like a full on tour coming at the end of the year. Mm. um so yeah. and that's a full european tour as well isn't it it's uh you hit well i say full i mean you're hitting yeah. most european countries and everything and how's that been received yeah. so far do you know is it like sort of or is it too early to really tell um well i mean i think people are grateful to sort of put something in the diary yeah. um you know there's still uh a possibility that it won't be able to go ahead and we'll have to postpone it um but at the moment, I think it's just nice to have those things to look forward to. And I'm speaking as for myself, really. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. And I'm, so I'm sure like the audience feel, feels that way as well. But um, we have these shows like planned before any of this started. So um, we thought, well, it's, it seems far enough in advance to sort of, you know, fingers crossed that we'll be able to do it. Yeah. Um, but obviously, with it, you know, every day that goes by, we, we don't know whether there's going to be a second wave in winter or anything like that. So, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, f- f- fingers crossed. But, but yeah, yeah. No, I like I say, it's a, it's a full tour. You're hitting Ukraine, Finland, Russia, obviously England, yeah, uh, Germany, Switzerland. I'm just going Netherlands, Poland. Not in that, not in that order, by the way. I'm just picking out names <laughs> on the list I've got. Yeah. But no, that's really cool. I mean, it's good to have that sort of like post-pandemic like plans and everything because a lot of people have had to like cancel, flat out cancel everything. Um, mm. And I know, like you said, you had these sort of things in, 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 the, in the diary already, but um, it's good to have, like you say, people to look forward to stuff because I know a lot of people really want to come see you. I know a lot of people going to Ali, Ali Pali, Alexandra Palace. Um, yeah. To come see you guys. Um and and uh rock city as well i've got a lot of friends up that way as well so um yeah oh awesome um, so that's all cool um so um yeah i've got a couple of questions left for you if that's all right and then i can let you get on with i know you've got a lot of a big day of probably more press because i know you've been quite busy recently so um yeah 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 that's no, all good though yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's all good it's, keep, it's keeping you busy so you know which is exactly what we yeah, need exactly. this time so um i've had so many of my friends like complaining about oh i'm so bored I'd- you know, I've, I've watched everything I wanted to watch on Netflix. I'm like, oh my god, I'd love to be bored. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Boredom would be great. <laughs> yeah. Now I've been homeschooling and stuff, so I've been like keeping occupied that way. Oh, incredible! And my work's been like. How, kind of how was that? Um, it's actually it's all right. I used to be a teacher. Um, about sort of like oh, okay. fifteen odd years ago. Um, at, at sort of college level, I was a teacher, and my kids mm. are like. Well, they're just primary and uh, uh, middle school um, sort of levels. So right. It's not been too bad, to be honest with you. Um, like we've we've had stuff sent from their school to kind of process through, but we've kind of yeah. been um, using a lot of like resources that I've got sort of still access to. Um, 
awesome. and, and going through that. So it's been it's quite rewarding, but they're kind of like it's a holiday. But then the, I think the novelty wore off last week. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Rory, our guitarist, was, was saying a similar sort of thing. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, he's got two kids, mm. and he's a. Uh, He's kind of the the because his um, partner is a, a key worker, so she's out oh. all the time. But he so he's been left as the uh, as Mister Clulo, the teacher. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, it's fine. I mean, thankfully, I mean my work, and they're sort of giving us stuff to do, which is good. Cool, I'm, I'm yeah. occupied, which is nice. I'm obviously quite fortunate, still being paid, and all that kind yeah, of good stuff. Yeah. So, and actually having something to do finally. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like I said, I've got a couple of last questions for you. Um, Let's go from there. Uh, what I'd like to know is your your three top albums that have shaped the musician that you have become. So, oh wow! So the one that sort of like made you sort of you know pick up a microphone or start twiddling on the key- keyboards or whatever. Those sort of albums. Okay. Um, what would I go with first? Um, well, I guess it's it's somewhat, oh, it's almost sort of cliche now, but the Beatles were like just such a huge part of my musical upbringing. Yeah. Um, and I remember listening to Sgt. Pepper's, and I, I actually remember having, I had it on tape, and I used to sneak my Walkman under my pillow every night as a kid <laughs> and just listen to it for like hours, you know, nice. <laughs> just in bed whilst, you know, my parents thought I'd be asleep. But um, yeah, so that, that was just hugely formative. Like, I think I was even as a young relatively young person like in terms of my musical experience i was still drawn to like things that were diverse and had lots of different sounds and you know were big sort of soundscapes and just really lured you in with just interesting different things happening Mm. um and then i guess to continue the same sort of theme i'd maybe go with um radiohead kid a cool uh i was i was a massive radiohead fan but that album you know especially when it you know it's so 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 different from their first two albums yeah. it's just like well just purely electronica really mm. um but still melody was the driving force behind it and i, I just found that so inspiring um and then thirdly, I'd maybe go with uh, Prodigy, Music for the Generation. I remember my uncle introducing me to that. And as a kid that had grown up with sort of, uh, well, Motown and Northern Soul from my dad and then uh, the Beatles and Queen and then Britpop. You know, it was all yeah. very sort of guitar based or sort of pop based. And then being shown the Prodigy and being shown uh, acid house and rave culture and stuff yeah. like that. I was just like completely blown away, and and that yeah, and it was basically my entrance into electronic music. So um, that, yeah, that was definitely yeah, that's cool. That's I was about I was, I was about to ask where your uh, like electronic influences lie because obviously the first two you mentioned, the Beatles, they experimented early on with synths and stuff mm. like that. Radiohead, that Kid A album, like you say, it was it's, it's electronica and it was very you know melody driven and whatnot. But yeah, that, that jilted album absolutely fantastic album i love that as one of my yeah first forays into the prodigy along with um experience as well um just like yeah. charlie and stuff everywhere um yeah. <laughs> and, well, anyway that was yeah, like cat that talks off the tv and uh, <laughs> um but yeah no the prodigy are massive in my in my life and my sort of like um uh influences and stuff as well and i absolutely love that that jilted album it's fantastic awesome uh final question for you mate um 
what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not composing and, and writing and whatnot, what, what do you do? Um, what do I do? I mean, music plays a massive part of my life. So it's <laughs> hard to think outside. Um, well, I, I actually, I actually really starting to getting into gardening. So I like, I grow a lot of my own food. Yep. Um, this, I've got like a, just, a, you know, it's London, so I, it's a very small garden. Yeah. Um, but I have like a, just a little vegetable patch. Um, so this year, this year I've got some potatoes. Nice, so I've got nice. some onions, some garlic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just find that like, I don't know really interesting i think it's a bit of a, a bit of a lost art with like the generations that are coming up yeah um you know our generation and and young uh, those younger than us um i think there's a yeah it, it's just we see food in the supermarket and, and we sort of forget the processes of how it's made so i, I find that really interesting cool. um other than that i don't know really um Reading, uh, running. I'm getting big into. I, w- I was going to do my first uh, half marathon this year, but I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. Obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I quite enjoy long distance running. Awesome. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, Raoul, thank you very much, mate. I really appreciate your time. No, um, no problem. Thank you for having me. No worries. I'll let you get on with uh, the rest of your day, which is uh, looks like it's probably going to be filled up with stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, promo, promo, promo. Exactly, exactly. Well, good luck with it all. Um, I look forward to hearing the whole Thank album you. on Friday. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you uh, stay safe and all that kind of good stuff. And we'll see you after this whole thing blows over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, take care. Thanks awesome, for having man. me. Thank you very much, Ralph. Have a good Cheers. one. Bye-bye. Nice one. Bye.